I greet you with the words of the psalmist found in Psalms 145. Reading from verse 1, he said, I will extol you, O my God, O King, and I'll bless your name forever and ever. Every day I'll bless you and I'll praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. I will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works. What are Psalms for us to begin with today? I say good morning. Thank you for taking the time and waking up to be with us at this time in our morning devotion. There's a song that I believe is very appropriate for us for this morning. And that song that we sometimes use in our prayer, where we say, Search me, O God, and know my heart today. Try me, O Savior, and know my thoughts, I pray. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. The second stanza said, I praise thee, Lord, for cleansing me from sin. Fulfill thy word and make me pure within. Fill me with fire where once I burn with shame. Grant my desire to magnify thy name. What a wonderful song, Cleanse Me. And each and every one of us need to stop at times and realize that we need cleansing and the only person that can cleanse us is the Lord Jesus Christ. I am so happy that I can come and share with you a little from God's word. And I'm speaking to those of us, especially who profess faith in Christ and believe in him, those of us who have taken him to be our Lord and Savior. I reminded you that if he wanted us to be with him immediately after we were saved, he would have taken us home to be with him. But he left us here on planet Earth and he left us here for a purpose, and that is to walk for him. Now that we are saved, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. And there was a man that we are looking at morning after morning, and this man's name was Lot. He lived and raised his family in wicked Sodom. And as we study the story of Lot, we can see that Lot was a saved man, saved soul. But we can also see that his life was very useless on earth for the Lord. Very useless for the Lord. So sometimes when I look at Lot, I say, here's a saved soul, but a lost life. Lost everything here on planet Earth. Last morning, I told you that he reached to the place where he had no influence for God. He had no influence for God. He no longer looked like a man of God. He no longer walked like a man of God. And he no longer acted like a man of God. Being involved in the world and in the things of the world, he lost 
his influence for God. Not only we notice that he lost his influence for God, but by losing his influence for God, he had no influence with the men of Sodom. Last morning, I also shared with you that he had no influence with his own children. No, he did not. And then I shared with you that he had no influence with his wife. This morning, I want to share with you, because he was so tied up in Sodom, he hesitated and lingered. His life was so wrapped up in Sodom, he hesitated and he lingered to leave Sodom when he was supposed to leave. He went from bad to worse and became hardened by the deceitfulness of sin and riches. One must be very careful as a Christian as we live our lives that sin and riches don't really make us change the way that we see Christ our Savior. His conscience became seared. Paul wrote to Timothy in his first letter, chapter 4 and verse 2, he says, Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. When I was growing up, one of the things that I had to do was to go to the ground. And at an early age, I had to learn how to use a hoe to chop off the, the ground and planting uh, peas and corn and potato vines. And after using a hoe for some time, right down uh, in my hand would become very hard. And then there were times when I had to walk using a shovel or a peak. If I was walking on a foundation, I would use a peak. Or if I was loading a truck or something with sand or gravels, I would use a shovel. And that made that part in my hand even harder. It became callous. And that's what Paul is talking about. He says, having their conscience seared, when something is seared, you cannot feel. If you were to feel that hard part in your hand, you can cut it and it wouldn't feel. It's just callous, it's hard. Paul spoke to Timothy and he said that there are some folks whose conscience are seared. He was reluctant to obey God, even though God took it upon himself to warn him of the danger to come. Judgment was upon Sodom, and yet Lot was reluctant to leave. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 7 to verse 9, the scripture says, And to you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Wow. He said there is coming a time when God shall punish those 
who disobey the gospel, who refuse to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. They will be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His coming. This is something that all of us need to be aware of. Just like Lot needed to be aware that judgment was coming upon Sodom, you and I need to be aware that judgment is coming upon this world. So severe judgment that the Bible speaks about it as everlasting punishment, everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord. Wow, I could only imagine what that would be like. But may I say to you today, you and I don't have to go through that because of the love of Christ. He gave his life for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but shall have everlasting life. Jesus died so you and I can have everlasting life. If you have not trusted Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, I encourage you to do that today before it is too late. None of us know exactly when he's going to come. Today, if you'll hear his voice, harden not your heart. We don't know about tomorrow. He said, boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Please, I beg you, trust the Lord. Give him your heart. Living for this world isn't worth it. It won't be long now before Jesus Christ comes. And those of us who know him will go to be with him. And those who live their lives here on planet Earth just for enjoyment and refuse to trust him will not be with him. Trust him before it's eternally too late. Father and our God, thank you for the privilege of being able to speak to so many of our friends and family members and loved ones and their friends and family members and loved ones. I pray for them today, everyone. Oh God, that you would have mercy upon all of us. I pray that you would keep each and every one safe. Lord, that you would provide, you would protect, oh God, and that you will direct. And when life is over, may all of us be in your kingdom. Have your way with us now. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Remember, God loves you and so do I. Do have a great day.